I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 195 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an exciting guest to bring you guys today. He is an actor who has starred in Showtime's Homeland. You've seen him play a Navy SEAL on the History Channel's Six. Jalen Moore will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. We are closing in on Mother's Day here, and if you are considering taking your wife to see a Broadway play or a concert, or maybe she's into baseball, don't forget to buy your tickets over on SeatGeek.com and use my promo code FIRSTCLASS, that's one word, FIRSTCLASS, and you can save $20 off your ticket purchase, a little Mother's Day discount for the First Class Fatherhood listeners out there. Tomorrow on the podcast, we are going to have a First Class Father who trains elite college quarterbacks as well as NFL quarterbacks. Quincy Avery will be here with me, and Friday, former Navy SEAL Chris McKinley stops by to finish off the week strong. I am still piecing together my guest list for next week, so make sure you are following me over on Instagram, at Alec underscore Lace, for all the latest guest announcements. I am also working hard to get the First Class Fatherhood merchandise store up and running in time for Father's Day. Uh, I'm going to have some hats, shirts, some accessories for you guys to enjoy and help support the show. And we are now only five episodes away from the 200th installment of First Class Fatherhood here, which is hard to believe. I may throw together a little highlight reel or have a special guest on for the occasion. Uh, it has been an incredible ride for the last 100 episodes here, including guests such as Sean Whalen, Trent Shelton, Alan West... Marcus Luttrell, J.W. Cortez, Matt Roloff, Tony Hawk, and so many awesome dads that have showed up here on the podcast. And if you just scroll through the list in the archives there and just take a look at all the amazing dads who have shared their fatherhood journeys with me on the show, I mean, it is just incredible. And none of this would be possible without you listeners out there. So from the bottom of my heart, I have to say thank you so much for all your support that you have shown to this podcast, which is celebrating fatherhood and family life because fatherhood rocks family values rule and every day is father's day right here with me and i'm going to jump right into the action now with actor jalen moore i'm alec lace and you're listening to first class fatherhood i cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there you will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview if you would like to help me make first class fatherhood ad free please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode all right and joining me now is a first class father he is an actor writer and producer he has starred in the history channel's seal team six action drama six showtime's crime mystery series homeland as well as a number of films it is a big privilege for me to say Jalen moore welcome to first class fatherhood thank you very much for having me alec i appreciate that first class fatherhood that's a that's a compliment to me man thank you all right here we go how many kids do you have and how old are they uh, i have two kids my my daughter her name is lily uh lily is four and my son luca just turned one yesterday so i now have my hands full with two toddlers very cool did you get the uh, four-year-old involved in any sports or activities yet uh yeah i i do actually she um well definitely mom got her in a dance uh she definitely has the bug for dance and musical theater considering her parents are artists uh but however i i just got her into martial arts um i i personally have a background and i teach 
in self-defense, a mix of various arts with jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai and a bunch of arts I grew up in. And I wanted to see if Lai Li would be interested. So the other day I took her to Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, and uh, it was awesome. She she took she took to it right away. She loved it. Uh, the next morning she was, Daddy, uh, can I go back to exercise class? <laughs> and I was like, uh Yes, and if you're going to refer to BJJ as exercise class, why not? Uh, and um, and then inside my my home gym here, the 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 warrior den as I call it, I uh, she sees me do Muay Thai and, and train, and so I teach her some stand up fighting as well, and just just getting her well rounded, man. You know, I want her uh, I want her ahead of the curve here when she as she grows into uh, into today's world. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. All right, do me a favor here, Jalen, please. Just take a couple of minutes to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Uh, well, first and foremost, I am an, uh, a dad, so that's the hardest job, right? But the best job in the world. Um, but I'm an actor. Uh, I was on a TV show called Six, uh, which is now streaming. Um, it was on the History Channel, and you can now find Six, S-I-X, based on SEAL Team Six, on uh, Amazon, Hulu, and um we had two uh, phenomenal seasons. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get a season three, but the two seasons are out there for your viewing. I played the uh, Team Sniper, uh, codenamed Fishbait, which is a weird but awesome name, and if you watch the series, you'll know why. Uh, and so, But I've been in L.A. now for 18 years, and I'm currently um, recurring back on uh, the show Homeland. I was in that in season three, and now for the final season, season eight, I'm back on flying back and forth from L.A. to Morocco uh, filming. So actor, singer, dancer, producer, martial artist, um, father, uh, I guess all the above, really. When when you're an actor and you're on hiatus, you're always finding creative ways to continue to make uh, supplemental income as well as being of service to the community uh, in any way that I can. Well said, Jalen. And how old were you when you became a dad, and how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? Uh, let's see, being a, let's see I, well, how old was I? 33 when I had, I had to do the math there. I'm like, wait a minute, Levy's he's four. I, <laughs> um, I was 33, and uh, oh, man, you know, it really, uh, it really put me in check. I mean, it, I wasn't necessarily like a party goer, like, hey, let's go party and like stay up for, you know, 72 hours. Uh, although I tried, it just never happened. I just, because I'm an athlete in martial arts, I would just fall asleep and because I'm into health, but sorry, segue there. But, uh, what changed me was it really just, it slowed me down a little bit, especially in my industry. Uh, things are very, very fast paced and it kind of created this, I don't want to say tunnel vision, but I'll say it created more of a focus of really narrowing down quality quality and focus of work and things that I do as opposed to quantity so I can make sure that I have enough time for my daughter and now for my son, you know, because quality time and family time comes first. And so, but in my line of work, sometimes here you are with the family, then you get a phone call and they have to go to Morocco for a month and they can't bring the kids. So that's, then I'm like, oh man. So I, I really, what it really has changed for me is just my perspective on life and then everything that I'm doing you know i you hear the cliche thing where people have said like i do it all for my family which i do uh but i also believe a lot in self-care and in going for your dreams so as opposed to just the main reason that that burning fuel 
of what I do for myself, uh, being an artist and going after my dreams and, and always thinking of what I can do when it comes to charity, this and that, you know, the, the whole, the whole modern day, I guess, superhero kind of mentality is what I have. It's no longer just about me. Now it's even a deeper well, right? And it's really now for my daughter, my son, my wife, the home that we have, keeping the mortgage going, keeping the bills paid. So it's, it's, it's lit more of a fire under me uh, in, in a very positive way and has just forced me to focus into a, I guess, a scope of quantity, not quantity, I'm sorry, quality uh, items of things I need to do to get done within my 24-hour day, which I sometimes wish I had 48 hours in one day. Yeah, we all do. And I think it's so important what you just said there too, Jalen, because um, while there is a big fatherless problem in the country right now, there are some dads that go to the extremes in the other direction and and try to do it all and forget about self-care. And self-care is very important. I mean, when we get on an airplane and they go over to the safety procedures there and they say, if the air mask falls from the ceiling, you know, put your mask on first and then put your children's mask on. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to put yourself in a situation to take care of your kids. So, um, you know, it's definitely important to remember to take care of yourself and put yourself in the best position uh, to take care of and provide for your family. Yeah, it's definitely an important balance. I mean, it, with the airplane scenario there, the comparison, you're right. It's, it's, I, I tell a lot of my dads that I speak with sometimes who ask me, like, dude, how do you do it? Like, how do you balance it out with, like, you're in great shape. It seems that you spend so much quality time with your family, but then you also have to go do your work, do this and that. I'm like, well, look, here's the deal. Look at it this way. Look at it like a car. If you don't take care of your engine, the car can't run. So if you fit your family in the car, it's not going anywhere unless the engine is strong, fueled up, and healthy. So therefore, you know, I'm not saying go do your three-hour workouts or, or, you know, whatever excursions you may have done, let's say, for example, in your 20s, uh, although I do think it is healthy for dads to, to do some trips either on their own or with the boys like once or twice a year. It's good for the, for the soul. But, you know, if narrow down, narrow down, streamline things to where you still get the portion of that self-care, but then you can be stronger and, and feel more of a, of like a solid foundation for the family to to step on, right? For you to hold them up. So it's very important to definitely find that balance. So that and also you set an example. You want your kids to see you like, wow, like dad's doing this, he's doing that, he he's shooting guns, he's doing martial arts, he's lifting weights, he's but then he's like reading books and then he's singing musical theater, like this and that. I'm just comparing to myself right now, my own wacky life. Um, you know, show all flavors and colors of life that, that you personally do be the example so that your kids can grow up seeing like, wow, you know, he, he can do it, but also show the, my kids, I don't really hide, um, conflicting times. You know, if I, if I have a really bad day or if I, if I have a loss, uh, I, I lost my mother last year and the year anniversary is coming up and I'm, you know, I'm not afraid to show tears. I'm not afraid to show heartbreak, you know, and cry. And my, my daughter will come over and daddy, are you crying? I'm like, yeah, I am crying. You know, I, I miss, I miss, uh, Gaga. You know, I miss her so much. And I want my kids to understand that it's okay to express your emotions and feelings um, at the same time as going out in the world and being tough, but also being caring for others. It's it's a real fine balance that I, I hope I just instill in them, you know, the best that I can do. And then you just got to let them fly. 
Yeah, and I'm sorry to hear about the loss of your mom, Jalen. And I just hit on parenting without your parents a little earlier in the week here because uh, both of my parents passed away, unfortunately, before any of my children were born. And uh, just just past weekend, my son received his first communion. It was one of those events that, you know, I really missed my parents a little extra special there. But, I mean, listen, my wife's parents have chosen not to be involved in her life. Uh, They're they're not involved with their grandkids. So in many ways, I think uh, that is a much sadder situation because my parents can't be here. Um, and it's just, you know, it, it seems like it's always bad until you see somebody else's situation and it puts it into better perspective, but it's difficult either way. And I just think we have to try to find a way to balance it all and and to find a way to deal with all these emotions that come at us that we face, uh, in parenthood. Yeah. And and I agree with that. And and nobody's perfect, you know, so don't be afraid to make mistakes and learn from them. You know, don't try to be perfect because you won't be. Yeah, and just switching tracks here for a minute, I think uh, one of the huge benefits we all get to enjoy right now is all the access that we have to the Navy SEAL community, being able to follow them on social media, read all their books. Um, I've had the honor of speaking with over two dozen of them on the podcast here, including uh, Marcus Luttrell and and Rob O'Neill, and even Commander Mark Devine, who I believe trained uh, the cast on six. So uh, what was the experience like for you to have an opportunity to work with the Navy SEALs? Uh, well, excuse my laugh. I'm laughing because when you said Coach Devine, Mark Devine, uh, I'm just I, I laughed out loud because of recalling uh, some of the pain that he put us through <laughs> over at Seal Fit in preparation for our season one of six. I mean, you know, these guys—they're great, man. Uh, my experience with them was was truly a blessing. It was truly a dream come true uh, for my career because you get to—you know—you look at these guys, um, especially the dudes from. Dev grew, right? You know, AKA SEAL Team Six. And it's, you know, some of these guys are the best of the best. And the mentality they have to have, what they go through, especially if they have families, uh, I get to play one. And then, you know, they say cut and then cut. And I'm on set and I'm in, on a, I'm in my Cush trailer if I need it. These guys are out in like, who knows, caves, deserts, wherever. So knowing that and having the kind of respect that I do for them for all of all branches of military, by the way, because I have a lot of family that's involved in other branches too. Uh, but the Navy SEALs, especially being able to train with them and just get like a smidgen of what they really go through. My God, that was some of the hardest training and pain that I personally, and a lot of the guys in my cast, my, my fellow castmates, my brothers, we, that we've ever been through. And, uh, Mark Devine, he's a beast. I'm like, you know what, man, you're like, you're ageless. I just know whenever I, whatever age you are, when I get there, I hope I'm in your shape. Like this guy's an animal. He's just, he's a martial artist and he's, he's funny and he's fully committed to what he does. And one minute he's like, all right, let's all breathe in, bring it in. Let's all meditate. You know, let's, let's, let's slow down. Next minute he's like, get over here, run, run. You know, you're like, wait, what happened to the other guy? So it's, uh, he's, he's a hype man. Um, but the, uh, the, all the other guys that I met that I worked with, um, especially our SEAL advisor, Mitchell Hall, he uh, he and his team of guys that came on, Steve and Andy, they're they're really great dudes, and they were very truthful to us, um, and would share stories and the training they put us through, and whether we were climbing a mountain up in uh, Canada for that was season two, up to I believe 8,500 feet, and you get a group of actors, right? And we're all in good shape, we're all in pretty good shape. Some of us are athletes. We work out, we do CrossFit, we do tough mutters, whatever, but type of mentality you have to have for this type of character is a whole new level. And so some of the training they did was meant to stretch our boundaries, you know, and it was great because they, they weren't soft on us. And if it hurt or if we were in pain or if we're sitting in glacier water up to a minute and just freezing, like stop moving. If you move, it gets worse. 
You know, if you get out of the water, you're back in. Get the water up to your neck, and you were just freezing. <laughs> At one point, I think we were like, we're only actors. Who cares? It's more about life, you know? It's like, And they all had great, valid points. And uh, the type of training we received is just invaluable, and it's changed my point of view on life uh, drastically. I mean, it, I already kind of had that warrior mentality personally, but it really showed me that I have limits that I never knew I had. And it also shows me that in life, if something happens and I have a bad day, I kind of now hear those guys in my head and they're like, it could be worse. You know, and it's like, well, yeah, you're right. Like Anything that would happen with them, they're like, could be worse. You know, oh, is your knee hurt? Well, my buddy got his leg blown off by an IED. He would kill to have that type of pain. And But it, it's real talk. Yeah, and It makes yeah. you think. You're like, could be worse. So there'll be days where if my wife and I have like a, a long day or if there's traffic or if there's an accident or or something happens, and you it's okay to have your human emotions and be upset. But then after I assess the, 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 the problem or the feelings, I'll be like, oh, well, it could be worse. And sometimes... I unfortunately will bark it off too soon. And my wife, God bless her, she puts up with me. She's like, look, I'm not a seal, okay? Maybe I, maybe I want to just have this this anger right now. Let me just feel this out. <laughs> and then, and then yes, you're right. It could be worse. But I'm I'm really mad about this right now. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They've, it's, they've instilled it in my brain. <laughs> yeah, and your show six was awesome. And, and it's so authentic because the team guys worked with you on it. And that, that's just one of those things we didn't have access to years ago. There wasn't a, an ability to follow these guys on social media. And I think it's just a, a huge benefit to our entire society because these guys are humble, they're smart, and they have so much to offer, as well as many of the other veterans. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, and they're putting their life on the lines for us. If you guys know anybody that is part of the, you know, the Navy um, or, or military or even police, whatever, take your time to tell them thank you for your service because they're, they're, there's a reason why they're doing what they do. Definitely takes that warrior type of mentality, and it's not easy. Yeah, and I am grateful for all of them. I do my best to include as many veterans and first responders on the podcast here because I think it's important to have give them the opportunity to share their fatherhood journeys. Um, and I, listen, I began this week with NYPD Sergeant Aaron Lohman, and I'm ending it with uh, former Navy SEAL Chris McKinley. Now, I did see the post you threw up there on Instagram a little while back about an experience that you had while you were out to eat with your family at a restaurant. And I think as dads, we've all been there with our kids acting out, whether that's online in the supermarket or, or in a restaurant. And to be judged on on your parenting while you're in public, I mean, that can really get your blood boiling. So I can't believe that some people feel the need to tell another person how to parent their child. I mean, when I see a dad or a mom, for that matter, in a situation like that, I immediately try to distract the kid or get his attention with a funny face because I know what that parent is going through. But uh, that was not the response in your case here. So I just wanted you to share that story with my listeners, if you could. Okay, it is time to get an important word from our sponsors, and then we will be right back with Jalen Moore. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Let's go, dads. You heard me speaking recently about my daddy-daughter date to see Frozen on Broadway, and it was a night to remember. I bought my tickets on SeatGeek.com and used my promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS, and I saved $20 off my tickets, which I used to buy my daughter a souvenir at the show. Right now, baseball season is in full swing. Both NHL and NBA playoffs are heating up. And if you plan on bringing your kids to any live event, go to SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app and plug in my promo code FIRSTCLASS. One word, FIRSTCLASS. 
and First Class Fatherhood listeners can save $20 off their tickets. It's a slam dunk deal, guys. Go to SeatGeek.com and use the promo code FIRSTCLASS. Fatherhood is the best seat in the house. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, you know, it's – well, first of all, I agree with you 100%, and I, I love that you do that. I'm the same whether I'm in a restaurant or on an airplane or something. If I see a dad or a mom struggling, I, I too, might get the kid's attention and wave or smile or just, just kind of give a little lending hand, you know, <laughs> because sometimes it's tough, man. Sometimes it sucks, and as the SEALs would say, embrace the suck. But uh, but anyway, um, and they all talk like that, all of them. <laughs> uh, they're they're going to kick my ass when they hear this. It's going to be hilarious. But, um. Uh, yeah, we were at this restaurant, and it wasn't like, uh, you know, 10-star, yeah, there, if there is a 10-star, fancy restaurant. Like, you know, it, it was just, it's it's a great Italian restaurant that's in my neighborhood, uh, in like a outdoor strip mall next to a grocery store, next to a Starbucks. So I'm just telling you this to, set, to give you the setting of what, what this is. Uh, we were there for like a happy hour, which is earlier in the day, 6 o'clock. We ended up leaving by 7.15, um, got great food, and we're there. And anyway, my son about to turn one at the time, a few weeks ago, he's happy. He's happy and he's loud. He was, if if he's crying or if there's a temper tantrum and parents, we've all been through that, it's difficult, especially in public. And if there is one, I'll I'll grab him and take him outside or, or you know, do what I got to do to remove him so I'm not disturbing everybody, which makes sense. In this case, it wasn't a temper tantrum. He was just clapping and like, oh, like just kind of loud being a kid, like, trying to reach the water cup, I'd give him a little water and he would smile and then my daughter's like laughing with him and then he'd want food. The kid loves spaghetti. He loves pasta. So he's being very vocal, right? And he's he's not even, he's about to turn one. It's not like he can talk and go, hey, pass me the pass me the Parmesan. He just points and screams, right? <laughs> and it, it's happy coos for parents that know what that is. You all know. So there's a group of men, men, by the way, uh, that the age range was from uh, anywhere between – there are two young guys that look like they're in their 20s, and the rest of them were for anywhere from, I'd say, 50 up to, like, the oldest one looked like he might have been, like, 70. There's 12 of them. Um, and next to them was another table of two women, definitely senior citizens, uh, don't know their exact age. And they weren't together, but the tables were close. Uh, but as the, the night kept going on, they kept giving me those, like, ugh, like those, you know, those looks, those faces. Uh, they would... Uh, I'd hear under their breath, like, God, shut that kid up. God, can't even parent. Like, you know, the, and I was like, am I hearing this correctly? And, and then the, the woman on the other side, there's this grandma. She's just like, shut that kid up. Shut oh, up. man. I'm like, holy. And I was like, that did not just happen. So I'm starting to get fired up. And, like, I'm half Middle Eastern, half Latino, and I got a temper, man. But I've learned through years to control it. But I started to bubble. And I'm holding it. My wife sees it, and she's like, oh, let's, please don't say anything. We pay out. They're still talking shit, basically. They really are. They're, and they're saying nasty comments, like, just like, they don't know how to parent. What is this? How disruptive? So rude. Take this kid out of here. Oh, and I'm like, what? Like my, so I'm ready to leave. My daughter's like, Daddy, will you hold me? Which I think was a sign from the universe, by the way, because it kind of calmed me. So I'm about to tell you what I did. She was in my arms when I did it. So I hold her, pick her up, pick up my four-year-old. My wife's like, uh, are you going to say anything? I'm like, yes, I am. I said, don't worry. I'm not going to flip over a table and fight 12 men, some of them being seniors, and beat up these older women. I'm like, I'm not going to do anything violent, obviously, but I want to show that our, our kids, 
my daughter especially being four, that it's okay in this country, especially to speak your mind and and to do it in in a in a way with 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 grace, but firm. So I go to the head of the table. I'm like, gentlemen, uh, and I even said gentlemen, which we all know that wasn't the word that I felt in my brain, right? That I, that I thought of, and I said, listen. I uh, hope you all had a really great dinner and you're having a good time. I'm sorry if we were disruptive. Uh, you know, my kid, he's just super happy and he's full of life. But I, what I don't appreciate is the nasty and snarky comments and looks that I received from your whole table here. I think it's very rude and very immature considering you're all grown men. And right away, one of them just barked back like, well, you know, you're, well, my kid was – loud in restaurants i take him outside i'm like well technically we are outside we're on the patio you know what i mean and we take turns and you're just rude we, we've been coming here for 12 years boys night out every monday night you're very disruptive and they all started like verbally attacking me now i'm like what and then the two women on the other side of the table who weren't with their party but it was a two-top that was close to them stands up she's like get out of here blah 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 you're being loud you're not i'm like what and my dog, I'm holding Lily, and and there's some curse words coming out of these guys too. Like get the fuck out, you know. And 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 I didn't curse once because I knew I was like I got to set an example here. But man, was I biting my tongue, and man, did I want to Hulk out, especially being a dad. And and then the the, the guy goes forward. What do you know about parenting? Your wife doesn't know how to parent. She she couldn't keep that kid quiet. So disrespectful, man. I just saw red, and man, did I want to unleash, but I didn't. I was taking some breaths. The woman that's yelling at me now across the table, I'm like, ma'am, I'm like, it's free country. First of all, I'm just having a conversation, and you're yelling at me. She goes, what do you know about this country? Free? What do you know about freedom? Da-da-da. And then her other friend, like, under her breath, is like, yeah, you don't belong here. I'm like, what? And now it's becoming even <laughs> – it's escalating to now of a, a racist and prejudiced type of dialogue from these people. Now there's 17 people verbally just being assholes, seriously. And so long story short – I was like, listen, you, you, you old hag. <laughs> that was my one curse word. If, if, <laughs> and she's and she's like, and then the men were like, oh, you're calling her a hag now? You're name calling? I'm like, oh, excuse me. You can you can tell you can call my wife a bad mother. This and that. You can curse at me, drop the f bomb in front of my four year old. You're trying to tell me all this, and you, you're you're giving me shit now for saying hag. So that's when I realized there's no winning here. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be a headline for these people. As much as I wanted to put my daughter down get under that table, do a clean and press, lift that fucker and just throw it and just go swinging on anyone that came at me to show them, like, don't mess with a dad like this with his family when he didn't do anything wrong. As much as I envisioned that and just hulk out, I didn't do it. I took a breath. I took everything I had, and, and I'm happy I did. I looked at them. I'm like, you know what? God bless all of you in your hearts. I think it's, it's, it's very upsetting to me that humanity is at this low, and you are the lowest. You are scum. You know, and I said, may God forgive you for it. I hope you go back home and you think about exactly what you did tonight and how you're attacking a family over here is just having a good night. I left. And after that, some of the, uh, like the servers, some workers, some uh, other customers came out like, oh, my God, I saw the whole thing. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm a parent too. Like, that shouldn't have happened. You guys were completely in the right. This is so ridiculous. Now, there's part of me that was like, why didn't y'all stand up and defend us? Like, <laughs> if I just know if I'm at a restaurant, and I saw this happening to a family, and it was that clear of what was happening. Me, I got a mouth. I'll stand up and be like, hey, hey, like, leave this guy alone. Like, he's with his kid. You're giving him a hard time. You want to pick on someone? Why don't you pick on me? Like, you know, I, I would have stood up, but that's just me. But, but it was still nice that they did come up to us. I'm sorry. My wife, poor thing, was frozen and shocked. 
because she didn't re- like she she's like this is happening in our neighborhood. We we live in a great neighborhood in Los Angeles here in Encino that's very diverse. And and what really got her uh, to backtrack real quick was one of the women when I said hag. She goes hag. She's like your mom's a hag. Your mother probably didn't raise you right. She's probably unhappy right now. This and that. And they didn't they didn't know, but my, my mom passed away not too long ago, and and she was in my world, and it was very unexpected how she died. So that for me was like that was the line. When she went there, I'm like, okay, there's no getting through with these people. They just don't even waste your energy and don't don't become a headline where it's like, you know, actor Jalen Moore, like, fucking causes a ruckus at a restaurant. I'm like, that's all I need is for them to say, see, I told you his kind. But I don't even know what she meant by that, by the way. I was like, you know, you don't belong here. Like, what do you know about freedom, this and that? I'm thinking, like, what do you think I am, first of all? I'm wondering what she thought. I'm like, do you think I'm Latino? Which I am half, but do you think I'm this? Do you think I'm, I'm just curious in my head, like where you're, what, 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 <laughs> what flavor of racism you have in there? It was just, it just really, um, it was sad to be honest. So I'm happy I did what I did. Walked away, explained the situation later again to my daughter and said, sometimes honey, people just are mean and nasty. And you, you got to take the higher road. I said, daddy had to defend us using his words, you know? And, and then we left. I said, but I, but I did tell her and I did teach her. However, if anyone ever puts their hands on you, you have the right to defend yourself and you go full out <laughs> like I've taught you. So I did want her to remember that. Yeah, and I do give you all the credit in the world, Jalen, for walking away because uh, I can only imagine how great it would have felt to bash one of those guys in the face uh, because, you know, as parents, we're already hypersensitive about our kids and their behavior in public, especially at that age. I mean, I've been there a hundred times with my four kids. We just want to go out and enjoy a nice meal, you know, out at a restaurant and not be disrespectful to other people. And I think walking away was a great move by you and it, it will have a big impact on your kids, especially that they saw you um, be able to handle it in that situation instead of hulk out like you said and then you have your kids see you in a violent situation with bloodied knuckles and and that would have been horrifying for them so um for whatever reason i think you were tested there and i think you passed the test thank you i i I definitely must have been tested that day i'll tell you what's been funny though since i put up that video online like obviously you know for those that are listening i didn't get video of it but when i got home i did a video and i posted it on my instagram my facebook about what just happened the incident so i wanted to share with everybody that this crap is still going on in America when it shouldn't, in my opinion. And uh, I'm a person that looks at all of us as, as one slate. Like, we're all one. We're all the same. We're all human. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what religion you are. I don't care what party, political party you follow. If, if you could be a good person and we can have a beer together and eat some steak, break bread, and hang out, like, cool. You know, like, then game on, right? So I, that's, that's what the post is I was referring to. And I, and I had so many people comment and friends personally call me like, yo, Where's that place at, dude? Look, hey, man, I say, every mo- I say next Monday, I'm going to bring my kid. I'm going to bring my nephew who's loud as shit. And we're going to all come over there. Yo, come on, bro. I have so many dads and moms blow me up my phone. And they're like, where is it at? Seriously, parents night out with kids next Monday. Oh, my guys. <laughs> my wife's like, let's do it. I was like, look, we can, but let's, let's, just, let's just move forward. There's, I'm too busy. There's too many things in life that we got to do with. Let's just not even entertain those people. Yeah, and I love what you said there, too, because it's one of the reasons why I, I, you know, I try to avoid politics and religion on my show here as best as I can. I mean, I'm a faith-based person, but um, loving your child does not require you to be a Muslim or a Catholic or a Republican or a Democrat. It only requires you to be a dad, and that's it. And we are all in this together, and we all want what's best for our kids. Now, I did see that you have another Instagram page called Warrior Dads. Uh, What's that all about? What was the genesis of that? So uh, 
yeah, so my, my, my initial page is just Jalen1118, uh, which, uh, which is my birthday, um, November 18th, so Scorpio. Um, uh, the reason why I did that was because, so my account right now, it, it's a lot of the fans that have been following me on that, it's strictly for my life and the evolution of what's going on with me as an actor and producer and blah, blah, blah. But I have another voice. You know, I, there, what I wanted to do was I wanted to create a different um, – page that was strictly dedicated to what I believe is, uh, it's called We Are Warrior Dads. Uh, and that way I don't flood my other page. <laughs> All of a sudden from like acting or anything else that's being of interest to to fans that are following me, I didn't want to flood it with like, just like, these are meals that I'm eating that are healthy. This is a great book that I read that helps me as a father and as a workout guy. This is, you know, I wanted to create a page dedicated strictly to what I believe is Warrior Dads. And that's going to start to evolve. You'll see the page start to evolve where I envision it as I'm definitely, it's not going to be all about me. I'm, I'm for sure going to repost other people that I see in, in social media that I feel are warrior dads that are taking care of their health, that are being of service to humanity, but also their family that are making the time for their kids, you know, and showing the physical aspect of it. Definitely when it comes to workouts and I have a philosophy of like the way I train uh, is uh, is I call it like a dynamic training for life. So, for example, I have a 60-pound medicine ball that XD uh, sponsored me with, and some of my guys that I work out with here in my gym, I have them hold that 60-pound ball and we do a run, and they're like, you know, aside from the obvious of this being heavy and it sucks and gets my heart rate up, <laughs> what's another practical reason why you're making me do this? I'm like, dude, think about it, man. Like your kid, you know, your kid might weigh 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 pounds. Well, there's a fire whether there's an emergency, whether there's an active shooter. You know, we all need to work on our situational awareness and we all need to work on our physical power. And if shit goes down, you and especially if you live in a state where you can't be armed, you need to make sure you, number one, have the situational awareness where you can identify the threat. Number two, you know your exits. You have a plan set in place no matter where you go. If you go to a mall, if you go to a restaurant, you... Always have a plan in the back of your head. If shit goes down right now, where am I going to go to keep my kids and my family safe? Right? Where, if it's an earthquake, if it's I don't care, if it's whatever it may be, where am I going to go? Where am I going to run? Where are the exits? Where's the easiest and quickest way out? Um, and if I have to hold my kid, if, if what if my wife falls and what if God forbid and her leg hurts and I got to hold her? Like you need to be a Hulk of a dad. You know, you need to be strong in certain areas, in my opinion, in case of emergencies. So. That's kind of the mindset of me starting this thing called We Are Warrior Dads, where I'll be sharing different like workouts, information, uh, fun stuff on there too, but also showing the flip side of what I feel is a warrior dad, meaning meditate. I like to sing. It's okay to sing. <laughs> I like musical theater. It's okay to like shoot guns and like musical theater. You know, I, unfortunately, I, I do know some fathers that are like, oh, musical theater is this, or oh, those sap movies, eh, it's all about, like, you know, Rambo. And it's like, okay, that's cool. Like, that's your truth. But in my opinion, a balance of a warrior dad is someone that can embrace the, I guess, lack of better words, as some would say, the feminine energy or the gentle side of things, not be afraid to cry, but then also can rev it up and be a badass when you need to be, right? It's just human condition. So this page will be kind of dedicated to, as it evolves, to uh, explaining and showing different parts and different people, including myself, of what I feel is a true, like, 
warrior dad and, and changing the uh, concept of people going like, oh, you got the dad bod. You know, I'm so sick and tired of hearing that. Like, what's the dad bod? If you look it up online, people go, you know, the dad bod is referred to as like good arms for holding the kids and like a belly and like drinking beer. Okay, that's cool for some who want that. But I'm like, but don't put me in that bracket and say that's the dad bod. You know, what my, my buddies and I are doing, we got the new dad bod. We have six packs of beer, but we got six packs of stomach. We got muscles. We can hold our kids. We, we're good with weapons. We read books. We do this. We sing. We dance. I, I can braid my daughter's hair. Like, yo, we can do it all. So don't put me in a bucket and say, like, oh, you got the dad bod with a big old belly and arms. No, I'm sorry. Let's change the way society views us as fathers. Good stuff, Jalen. All right, now what type of projects or shows or movies are you working on now that we could be looking forward to here or kind of goals do you have for the future? Well, currently, uh, so Homeland, season eight, um, that comes out in fall. You'll see me uh, in a few of those episodes for this final season. Um, And then, again, six is already streaming. Uh, There's a couple of movies right now that are in pre-talks, pre-production that I can't name yet until we get the, you know, sign on the dotted line and get those filmed dates going but the best way to keep in touch with that aside from what i've already announced would be just to follow me on instagram jalen 1118 uh and then 1118 um j-a-y-l-e-n or well and or follow me on my other page too we are warrior dads and you can find updates on there feel free to dm anyone that dms me i do my best to get back to you by the way so if you guys have any questions or comments or anything um I will always try to get back to people and, and get back to that. It may take a while because I, I do have kids. We all know it's busy. However, I'm pretty good about getting back to everybody. So feel free to reach yeah. out. It's all good. Awesome. Yeah, and I will include the links to both of your Instagram accounts in the description of today's podcast episode. This way, my listeners can just tap the link, get over there, find out more about it. Uh, last thing I want to hit you with here, Jalen, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? I would say you do you (laughs) like definitely do your research because we all do, right? We want to prep for that first baby. Like what's the best, this, what's the best car seat? What's the, that, what's the, this was that, but just know as dads, we all have that parental instinct. We all have that, that intuition inside. We know how to take care of kids. We've been doing it for thousands, millions of years, probably as men, right? and women. So I would say really just trust your instincts, trust your intuition. Everything will be okay and it will work out. Just take it step by step. And it's not necessarily hard. Don't look at it as hard. Like this is going to be hard in my life now. Just look at it as this is new. This is new. It's a new challenge. It's going to be awesome. I have this beautiful soul, this beautiful human being in my arms now. So I just need to adapt. I need to make a new schedule, a new this, a new that. That's it. So look at it as a new challenge that you're learning, a new muscle, per se, that you're building. And if you, I feel if you look at it that way, you're going to be fine. If you walk into it like, I need to be perfect, it's going to be really hard, oh, my God, you're going to manifest that, t- that type of lifestyle. So I'd say go the other way and just go step by step, deep breaths, focus, have fun, love that kid, you're going to be fine. Very well said. I love the message. Uh, this was a lot of fun for me. You are a first-class father all the way. And I got to say, Jalen Moore, thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood. Thank you so much for having me, Alec. I appreciate it. Anytime, man, you let me know, and I'll be happy to hop on with you. All right. I'm back with a couple of closing thoughts in just a second here.
back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Jalen Moore for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM over on Instagram. I always love to hear your feedback. And then lock it in tomorrow on the podcast. Quincy Avery will be here with me. He is a dad who trains college quarterbacks as well as NFL quarterbacks. And Friday, we got a Frogman Friday for you to close out the week strong with former Navy SEAL Chris McKinley. All right, and I got many good guests coming your way. I'm going to hit you with another five banger next week. Be sure you're following me over on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace. It might be Mother's Day coming up this weekend, but it is Father's Day every day right here with me. I'm Alec Lace. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.